For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, and we're going to be talking about music and creative joy and what to do if you're, like me, musically challenged and you're the mom. So, but, but on this show, our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Before we get started, I want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I have got the best co-host on the planet. Well, I like having Ellen on the show, too, but this is my daughter, Anna, who is, so the, the two of y'all are tied for my favorites. And One don't day tell we'll both be on here, and then, then you'll be really lucky. What I'd love is to have all three of you kids on at once, but, you know, that William, so he, he would be hilarious. So I have to figure out the uh-huh. right thing, maybe something business-oriented to get him hooked enough to come do it with me. So we're, we're talking about creative stuff today, and you are the queen of creativity. I just have enjoyed watching you be a mom, sweetie. You're doing such a great job with your kids. Oh, my gosh. I'm just so proud of you. Your dad and I say all the time you're a better mother than a better parent than we ever were. And I, I really believe that. I'm not just saying it. So it's very rewarding as a parent to be in that place where you see your kids not making your mistakes. Isn't that great? I mean, what a blessing. Hearing you say that is encouraging, considering I'm in the throes of making my own mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we all do that. I know. That's God brilliant. Not... I love the plan where they don't make the same ones I did. <laughs> you know, God does not give kids to perfect parents. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, he chooses these imperfect people to be the parents, because uh, otherwise none of us would be parents, right? We'd all have to not be parents. Okay. He's, God is the only, he's the only perfect parent. I guess. Thank God for him, huh? Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, so we're talking about creative joy in this episode, and I I wanted to bring a little music into that, too. I know y'all are doing some Advent stuff. I really haven't even heard the details of your plan on this, so why don't you share a little bit about that for me? Well, I don't, we did lots of fun things at Christmas in our family growing up, but Advent wasn't really part of our family thing, and so I feel like it's something that I married into and I wouldn't have even noticed maybe that the Pierces did it, except my father-in-law takes such joy in Advent. The first time when we were newly married that we happened to be at his house during Christmas and he was like gleeful about, okay, dinner's over. Now we get to do Advent and pulling out a Bible and finding whatever part of the story he was in and reading through it and blowing out candles. So what does Advent mean to come? Advent means to come. It's you know the advent, the advent of something means that that thing, that big event has arrived. So what is yeah. so tell so for people who may be listening, our listening friends that don't are they're going Advent? That's some kind of churchy thing. What is that? Tell us a little bit about what that is. 
<laughs> I can tell you what we do at our house because probably yeah, the perfect. reason we didn't do it growing up is you have to do it like every night in December. And I can oh. see how that might not have been oh. your personality or goal. No, that would have been and hard for me. I was a little intimidated at first because it's not really my thing to do something consistently every night. But what what has happened now that my kids are old enough to engage with it, before it was just Drew and I would sometimes in December read through part of the Christmas story and enjoy being together. And it was almost romantic to go through it together. Aww. But we didn't do it every night. With little kids, it's almost become their bedtime. Oh. Like we eat dinner and then throw all the dishes in the sink and don't bother washing them this month. We just shove them in the sink so they're off the table and then we light the candles and the table's clear so there's no fire hazards and I have a plastic mat down under the advent wreath so that when the candles get blown out the hot wax doesn't isn't permanently adhered to our table and then um, we do whatever they can handle that night so it's about every other night we actually get to read a little bit of the story from one of the children's books and the next night when they're just a little too tired to listen to something I'll We'll pick songs, you know, that have to do, like, when we read about the shepherds, the next night we sang some of the songs that reference the shepherds and the angels and, um, oh, what's the one? Angels We Have Heard on High. And so a couple nights in a row we talked about shepherds, and then we talked about and what they did and their job. And we have a little nativity that has, you know, Jason Aww. ran over and got the sheep and the shepherds and clutched Aww. them in his hands so he wasn't tempted to blow out the candles too soon. And the whole time I'm like singing and covering Beth's mouth because she'll take a big inhalation of air and be ready to blow. And then I put my hand in front of her mouth real quick so before she can blow up the candles. <laughs> wow. Well, sweetie. Drew just giggles the whole time. It's so cute. That Oh, I mean, I'm just loving that. And I looked on Wikipedia while we've been talking here, and they don't even give you like an every night thing. It's just a Sunday. They give you a Sunday cool. format. So where did you get the one for every night? We've been doing it every night for consistency, and I just do whatever they can handle, and I move on to the next part of the story. When they when they seemed like they knew everything there was to say about shepherds, and they got bored, we moved on to wise men. Or oh, we moved so on to you the just, birth. you're just using the Bible. You don't have like a, a Sunday school lesson or something? No. You don't have a Sunday school because lesson? I'm, I'm oh, not that so organized. Cool. I just have a children's, a little, you know, the wonderful little picture book Bible. So it's really simple, and oh, it, it gives me kind of the next step of the story, and we just stay oh. as many days on each step as we need to. And some days we deviate, like, for example, the other night, they didn't have the energy to sit at the table, and it was obvious because of various, you know, food and places. They were tired. So we went to the yeah. bathtub. We went oh. to the bathtub, and it was bath time because we needed to be clean. And so Drew helped them, my sweet husband helped them in the bath, and I sat on the counter with their children's Bible, and we read Jonah. And we uh -huh. talked about how when Jonah disobeyed God, God essentially put him in timeout for three days in the dark. And Jason, my sweet son, was so relieved that when he has, when he's in trouble, he just has to go sit on his bed, which is so soft and comfortable, not at all like the belly of a whale. <laughs> or and, stinky. And we, you know, <laughs> right, so or stinky. Or, and he's so smart, he figures all that out. Aww. And the idea that God loves us and, and disciplines us, and that's what mommy does too. And talking about, you know, the idea that that we need Jesus and telling some of the other older stories that he's never heard because he's, you know, three. And why Jesus came, because why do we need him? Aww. So, and the bath, I mean, it was just the perfect time. They're in the water splashing to talk about whales and being swallowed by a fish. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Well, it's not, it's very organic. And I know it's working because he corrected his other sweet grandmother the other day. We were pulling out the nativity at her house and she found a little shepherd figurine and she goes, oh, look, here's a shepherd. He can follow the star. And Jason pipes up, 
no, no grandee. The, she- the angels came to the shepherds. <laughs> He's been listening. He heard it. Oh, that's so cute. And she's a Bible and, scholar, so oh, that's probably the only and, time that will ever happen. <laughs> oh, and Grandy was all over that. She was thrilled. She's like, "Oh yeah, you're right, Jason. It was the wise men with the star." Like she was all over it. That's she so caught the funny. fact that that she misspoke, and the the three year old caught it. She was it was so cute and oh. brilliant because we all went, "Okay, good. He knows. He heard." That's so sweet. So, that I know that my my organic kind of where Drew some nights does Evan and I do it some nights and just whoever has the energy, we do what we can. I know it's working. They're, they're learning it. It's so sweet. Well, you, so, like I said, and, you're a better mother than I ever was. We're, we're going to go no. to the break in a minute, but before we do, I want to mention, um, <laughs> and I, I love, I'm so as a, as a mom and a grandmother, I'm so happy to hear these beautiful stories from your house and this window into your f- family life, which I think you're doing so successfully. But I don't want to forget while we're celebrating the coming of this infant, there are so many people at Christmas time who really grieve for many, many reasons. In fact, in our own family, we are losing a very dear friend who's about to make mm-hmm. his entrance into heaven probably in the next few days or a few hours even. So I'm always aware, my mother passed away this time of year, uh, a year ago. I'm always aware that there are people grieving, even as they are trying to be merry, because there's so much pressure on us to be merry this time of year. I just want to say that out loud to my listening friends who may be listening and thinking, oh, this, everything's perfect in her life, but look at my life. I want you to know, even as Anna and I talk today, we are, we are grieving, and um, we understand that you may be too, and we spoke before we began to, to say we want to acknowledge that. We would still want to celebrate and enjoy the idea that Jesus would come to earth to reach out to us, to begin a relationship and a lifelong, eternal then companionship with us. But we know that some people we love are either in heaven already or they're gone or maybe there's some tragedy or, or trauma that's happening in your life right now. And that makes the holidays very difficult. And, and we didn't want to skim over that. We, we wanted you to know that we really care about that and we respect what you're going through. And we think that you're very strong and very we think there's hope for you. We've got two minutes to the break, and we're going to talk a little bit about hope during the holidays. And we want you to know that we believe there is hope for you and that the things that happen in our lives are uh, sometimes very difficult. And sometimes it takes years for us to understand or process them. But but in the meantime, there there are people around you that would like to share with you in your life. We're, we're confident of that. So we can give you some ideas about how to reach out. If you're interested, you can always contact contact us at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F, as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. If you'll send me a message, we can put you together with some ideas about how to reach out and get help. But we don't want to forget to tell you that we love you and we care about your life and, and we respect what God has done in your life and the way he created you. And so we just want you to know that we think that he cares about you and that there is hope for you. Yeah. We're thankful for every story, for every person that we get to, to speak to and every story we get to hear. We're thankful for each one, even the ones that are tough. Yes. In fact, some of the most courageous people we know have lived through terrible circumstances. And when they live to tell about it, 
man, they bless a lot of lives. So such a blessing. We want you to hang in there if you're having a tough holiday this year. We want you to just know that it is going to get better. It is. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that when we come back from the break. Don't forget, this is where we talk about all the the tough topics, too, not just the joyful, creative ones, although today we're focusing on that more. But this is where you find truth with a Texas twang right here. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Craffy, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hi, welcome back. Well, we've been talking about creative ways to introduce music and joy into the Christmas holidays, which can be difficult because sometimes there are things happening in the background that are really painful or memories that have us bogged down that we have a hard time processing and coming to terms with our own history and our own choices or maybe the choices that other people made that hurt us, especially at the holidays when we may be grieving the loss of someone we love very much. Like this year is a different holiday, first holiday I've ever experienced without my own mom. So um, we've been talking about that, and that reminded me, Anna, that you just recently shared something, a philosophy, a, a, a revelation that I thought 
you know, if you could spell freedom with one philosophy, this might be it, especially at Christmas time. So I wanted you to share that so we could give freedom to all our listening friends. Like, okay, I love the way you fit this uh, fancy Advent kind of, you know, I think kind of like big churchy deal. And you're fitting it between <laughs> dinner and the bathtub. So talk to me a little bit about your gift giving philosophy, because I think that's going to be the same kind of thing. People are going to go, oh, that is so freeing. Well, my, your mom, the sweet, my sweet grandmother who we're missing this year, loved to have the thing that people needed. So she saved a lot of stuff and, um, and she had lots and lots of things that we then, you know, went through and re-gifted and gave away when she was gone. And so I was thinking about that at Christmas. And also I was thinking about, I have a dear friend who is so thoughtful. She just really thinks through every little bit of the gift she gives and she wants them to be very carefully chosen for her recipients. And I was thinking about all the good gifts that you and dad have given me over the years. And I realized I just don't want to waste my opportunities. I want to give only good gifts. And so I thought I was asking God for this little thing and he is so kind. Instead, he gave me something big. So I told God at the beginning of like probably Thanksgiving, I I said, dear God, I only want to give good gifts. Please make me a person who only gives good gifts thinking about all the gifts I was about to pick out for Christmas. Then I realized that that's like I'm asking to be more like him. God is, he's the great good gift giver. He only wow. gives good gifts like a father. It says that where it says he won't, if you ask him for, yes, essentially right. if you ask him for good food, he's not going to give you an icky reptile. Um, and so in doing it, here's the, the side effect is in my life that that I'm not worried, like, it's hard for me to get out the door with my children and my husband because I get kind of stressed, like, I'm trying to force them out the door all at the same time, and communication is hard, and I, I feel like I'm trying to give my husband this good gift, and instead it becomes this stressful moment. And when I ask God to make me a person who only gives good gifts, it's giving me the freedom to relax and, and to just wait on people to tell me what they need and then give them the thing they need, which is really the good gift. Um, so I don't know if that's – hopefully that answers your question. But it's been this surprise, this kindness from God where I thought I asked for something small, help with my Christmas present, and instead he gave me this, like, big mom gift. <laughs> well, for many years I put Luke eleven thirteen on all my stuff because I wanted it for myself. And that's the verse one of the – Places that you're quoting. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Of course, by evil, yes. it, it just means earthly. It doesn't mean like, but in comparison to God, we're not good like God is. And then the other version of that is in Matthew seven eleven. If you then, That's though the one you, I'm thinking of, uh huh, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? And I think there is a verse, and it may be right around that one. Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, yeah. If if he asks for a fish, will he give him a snake? So uh, that was the one you were talking about. My version about. is the version I, I tell my son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like if you I'm want good him. food, he's not going to give you a reptile. Yeah. Oh, here's the other reason I, I thought uh-huh. I got it for this, because I have a dear friend who was a single mom for a while, yeah. and her her sweet son would come back to her, and 
and she she was trying to teach him things, but she was teaching him all by herself some of the sweet right. truths about God. Right. And so one of the things as a game that we started playing with him is we would say, what does your mom want for you? Mm-hmm. And he learned very quickly that the answer that would get him lots of praise and hugs and happiness was good things. Um, and so just as an impulse, we started playing that with him. So now I've started playing it with my son so that my son knows and my little daughter, what does mommy want for you? Good things. What does daddy want for you? Good things. What does God want for you? Good things. Yeah. So I don't know how I never prayed that over my own life before, but now I have. <laughs> well, you know what I love about this, this freedom oh. is I, I really get a lot of, you know me, I, I love to give gifts, but I'm not very good at it. So I'm always stressed out. Like, is this thoughtful or is it dumb and dorky? And right. a, lot, a lot of times in my case, it is dorky. So I thought, you know, I did that Christmas, I mean, a Thanksgiving kit, which I thought was genius. And it's on another podcast that you and I did together. So people can go back and look for our Thanksgiving episodes and find out how to create a Thanksgiving kit, kit for toddlers. And, and I do kits all the time. And it is usually just stuff you need if you're going to be around small children. So I wanted to throw that That's what in. I was going to say. I wanted to I throw that in. The difference uh-huh. between dorky and dorky gifts that become clutter and dorky gifts that are good gifts, like like little dollar store items that are good gifts, is when you're fulfilling a need. Well, I was going to say, if, somebody's, you, you know, if you're on a budget and you have any grandparents, people that have just become grandparents and they're on your list, one of my favorite things to do is to buy a red sand pail, like a bucket, and then fill it with the kind of Band-Aids, like princess Band-Aids and superhero Band-Aids. And a little bit of that um, ointment, like the antibiotic cream and maybe some of the anti-itch cream. Anything that's related to a boo-boo. And then we paint on their uh, <laughs> ambulance. Like, that's the ambulance. And we started that because um, one of our friends at Pine Cove, this camp, Christian camp in our area, that he never brought a Band-Aid to a camper without making the siren noise. Wee, wee. So we do that at our house, and I think it's funny. So that's probably a dorky gift, but I figure who can't use up some Band-Aids when you have toddlers in the house, right? So that's uh, freeing because it equips equips the grandparent to be a good grandparent and to be ready. Yes. That's a a gift that doesn't clutter their life. It it gives them – it's a freeing gift. It frees them to be ready. And I I just Um, wanted to say I I really honestly believe that if – it, there are moments now when we just should not give any stuff. We just shouldn't. Yes. And so maybe what we do is write a poem or perform a poem or do a favor or babysit somebody's, uh, you know, some family member's children or visit their, their aging parent. There's so many ways you can give yourself that don't involve money. And I think it's very important to do that. And the gifts I'm giving my nieces and nephews this year you could do, you wouldn't have to be an artist to do them, but they're, I'm, I made giant posters essentially that I've drawn of all their favorite, whichever character is their favorite. I'm, I think I did a Frozen character this year, uh, one of them. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to give them to them blank. They're not painted and put them on the floor at your house and let them color them. And we're all going to come together and I'm going to get dad down there on the floor with us, even though it's hard for him to get on the floor sometimes Yeah. and make sure everyone colors on, on anyone who wants help. So it'll be a fellowship It'll just be, I hope, I hope it will encourage us to be together and to be laughing and to be doing something that is an experience 
And when they put them on their wall, they'll have a memory of all of us coloring together and, and, and laughing and being there for one another. Uh, and, and that would be, I mean, you don't have to make art to do that. You can just print coloring sheets and put them in the, the cheap Walmart poster frames. Well, and and I want, everybody I, gets to open a present and then they get to do something. And since we promised to spark creativity about music, I'm going to throw this out there. One of the things I did is when we started having, we have seven grandkids now, but they, they all have a song about their name. And we, I yes, started I by, that. I started by inventing their songs and then I would sing them to them. When they come to my house, I would sing their song. Like I'd be so happy they were there that I would sing these dumb songs. They're like little jingles. And then I sort of ran out of tunes because it's hard to think of new tunes. And so then I asked my niece, who is a talented musician down there. Uh, I want to, throw in her the name of her school maybe i i'll have to i'll have to look that up because i can't think of it right offhand but uh she and her husband teach at a music school down there and in houston, in houston. uh-huh yeah and so she helped me with some more tunes so that i could have tune new tunes because i wanted i didn't want copyrighted tunes i wanted our tunes so they're just like two lines jingles and that is a gift i've given our grandkids along the way and and you it's, know one of my dearest. Go ahead, sorry. Well, no, that's all. That's just a sweet well, gift to give somebody. Make up a song about their name. One of my dearest memories is my sweet little brother when he was tiny and he could barely say our names, singing them. Anna, 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 oh. Anna, and just like that. And what was so sweet, Mom? Speaking of things that just come around and bless you, and you don't even know you're doing it. You know, my brother would claim he was the least musical in the family, and he might be right. And but of all the people to bless us musically, I was at I was at my sister's house just the other day, and she's singing to her little one year old daughter. And by golly, if she didn't sing that exact same tune that Will made up as a baby, you're kidding. <laughs> yes, and I've sung Jason's name. I've sung my son's name that way. It was so memorable to us when he did that as a little kid. It was so precious and tender. And he wasn't, even at that age, he was obviously, music was not going to be like the center of his world or universe when he grew up. But the, the way he did it was just so delightful and sweet that it stuck with both of us all these years to where we're using the same little melody with our children. <laughs> Isn't that, I, it's amazing how powerful music is, for, even for those people who don't think of themselves as musically inclined. Okay, I try to find on the, on. I'm going to have to go to Facebook, and I turned my phone off so it wouldn't ring while we were talking. I'm going to find Stephanie and Douglas's music, uh, and I'm going to reference it in the blog that goes out with this. If you miss that and you're looking for somebody to teach you music in Houston, they are so talented, and I'd love to share their names with you because they're dear They're people. in the woodlands. And yeah. they are just very good at teaching. And they might even do jingles for your kids if you ask them to. But anyway, we've got 30 <laughs> seconds. Is there, I mean, that'd be a great Christmas present. Is there any, especially if that you're looking for something. I know, it really would be. So, um, Anna, we have to close. Thank you for being with me, sweetie. I you are the you, best. I, I love co-hosting with you. Merry and Christmas. Merry Christmas to all our listening friends. Remember, kathycraffy.com. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in the new year and, and sharing more stuff. Oh, no. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh.